Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. I think we should do this every week where we go on vacation for the first half and then we we come back for two days of work. I don't think so because that makes Thursday and Friday way too hard. Yeah, thank you to Faith Hill for the national anthem. Good morning, Casey. Good morning, gentlemen. We're finally back in studio all together. Good morning, Meet. Good morning. Been holding things down since you guys were gone. No no major tans or anything, really. That's good. But you guys. Yeah, look at us. Look at us in our tans. <laughs> Casey got burnt. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> My back got burnt all the places that I couldn't reach with the suntan lotion. But uh, we got so much crap from coworkers while we were there. Oh, the sandals crew is out again. I know. I don't really, I can't hear them anymore. You know, <laughs> I'm used to it. I don't care what you have to say. I know if we could bring you along, we would. Yeah. We spent the last, uh, I don't know, three or four days, four days-ish in Jamaica. We had some travel woes. We went through some, <laughs> we went through a whole two days of getting there. It was just a there. little unexpected. Very unexpected. Way. Yes. Uh, uh, what happens when one of your roommates on a plane gets a little too comfy? We'll talk about that today. Meets Eats is on tap a little later in the show. Did you miss us, Meet? I did miss you guys. Did you miss me? Yes. Don't. Were don't, you, li- don't you lie to me. Were you were you one of the coworkers that hated us for being there? No. no it's kind of nice in here, actually. <laughs> it is kind of nice slept, when no one else is here. Just slept during the show. Just <laughs> took a nap a couple of times. Well, thank you for keeping us on point while we were away. Uh, we've got another Battle of the Beards round today again. And Remy versus Casey. Cardinals tickets and Tim McGraw tickets for oh the big gosh. show on Saturday. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's going to be there. We're just playing... F- uh, praying for no rain at this point. Even if there is rain, whatever. I'll still be out there <laughs> causing a scene. Let's go! Good morning. No Sleep Nation Unite! It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. No sleep is right. <laughs> Zero sleep. Well, our, a few hours. Yeah, our trip to Sandals Ochi in Jamaica was so short, we spent more time traveling to and from than we actually did at the resort. Serves you right. <laughs> uh, you may have heard uh, our trip to get there was extended because out of St. Louis, our flight was delayed because there was some like tiny electrical issue they told us. It was us. the bathroom light. The bathroom light was broke <laughs> the and they shut the plane down. the dumbest thing. I know. Uh, so we get back to the gate and, and then we had to figure out our next path. Well, Lauren and I were doing the math last night on the plane coming home. It took us 32 hours to get to the destination, which should have taken about 10. And then it took us 12 hours to get back, leaving us with 44 hours of travel and 40, just about 48 hours of actual like resort time. We already kind of knew going into this trip that it was going to be one of our shortest for sure, but it just kept getting shorter. And suddenly <laughs> I was like, whoa, you know what? I'm actually kind of excited to just as, as amazing as the resort is. Yeah. After all the traveling, I was just excited to come back to St. Louis. Yeah. We had some good moments and we had a lot of fun, but it's it's amazing how uh, just one travel experience can kind of ruin the vibes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you're on your way to to the um, you know, paradise. Yeah. And that first little stint there was just ugh. We slept in a random hotel in Miami for like four hours. That was that was one of those times <laughs> where you just have to find somewhere where you can lay down for a couple hours yeah. and then get right back up, back at it. So have you ever gone on a trip or a vacation maybe and you spent more time traveling than you could actually enjoy yourself? You found enough time for a foam party and a Casey nap, I believe. Oh, so. you better believe <laughs> Plenty of time for that. all that. Oh, poor you guys. <laughs> Had to make it happen. Also, quick travel hack. If you're ever traveling through Montego Bay Airport and you're on your way to depart, right? You can pay to get out of line, apparently. Oh, you can find any employee, slip them a bill. They got you. And trust me, you're going to need it. Yeah. we. I thought about it. I originally thought, oh, this is like a third party, whatever. They're just trying to whatever. But this, these guys, basically, you pay them to budge. You pay them to budge. So the line, the line takes forever because you've got all these people paying to budge. Yeah. <laughs> At one crazy. point, I literally just took my suitcase and walked underneath all the stanchions. And I was like, this is, I'm, I have to go. I'm sorry. I'm going to cut all of you. Our flight's leaving in less than an hour. <laughs> yeah. Barely made it to our gate. Uh, so yeah. What's your travel experience? Have you ever done this? Have you ever done this? 314-699-4766. Where 
you spend more time traveling than you actually do at your destination. I'm going to say it was still good. It was still good. I just wanted it to be longer. Oh. <laughs> Remy and Casey. So last week we decided, you know, there's a lot of good beards in the world of country music. So many beards. Stringy, we, long, stringy beards, tight, close beards, fake beards. <laughs> we took it along. Worst beard of all. We took it upon ourselves to make a bracket, a battle of the beards, to find the best beard in country music. Week one, we did Brantley Gilbert yeah. and Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton advanced last week. No, we Brantley had, Gilbert advanced. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Brantley Huge Gilbert. Upset. He came in with the sweep. Shocking. Yeah. Last week, we had Thomas Rhett and Garth Brooks. Thomas Rhett obviously stole the show. Mm -hmm. That fake-ass beard of Garth Brooks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Today, we've got Cody Johnson and Zach Brown. And I mean, how can he not go with Zach Brown? This right? is a pretty good battle, I think, though. It okay. is. But I think that I think what's going to happen here, my prediction, is that Cody Johnson, he's hot right now, right? Right. He's right. been hot for a couple so years. Hot. Zach Brown, maybe not so much in the past couple years. Just not a just not a whole lot. They're on cruise control right now. They're playing all the hits at their shows. They're just on cruise control. Mm -hmm. So you're giving Cody Johnson the PR advantage. Yes. I'm giving Zach Brown the literal beard advantage because yeah. look at this thing that is long. It's yeah. shaped. He had someone do it for him. He didn't do it himself. He's got the salt and pepper in it, you know, yeah. like that, that wisdom. Cody He's Johnson's really rocking a more natural look. Can't hate it. Yeah. His is a little thin, you know? It's a little, it's like a little the, cheeks, the cheeks are a little eh. And yeah. it's a red beard. I don't know how I feel about the red beard, you know? I think that's extra points. I don't, honestly, it? yeah. If you can rock a red beard and just, yeah. Old red beard Johnson. <laughs> you can see it all on our Facebook page, our Instagram, or even TikTok. And all you have to do is comment your vote, Zach Brown or Cody Johnson, underneath that. And then we can see it. We'll count them all up and uh, yeah. move on to round four. Yeah. That's going to be a battle in round four. Have you looked ahead yet? Uh-uh. Jordan Davis and Luke Combs. Ooh. Yeah. So you got something to look forward to. Because Jordan Davis is this. It's nice and... It's nice and but Luke Perfection. Combs, he comes back with the red. That's true. That's true. Don't you badmouth that red beard now. <laughs> Not on Luke Combs. Old red beard Johnson's going to win today. Go okay. vote. Lace him up. It's time for Sports with Meat on 92.3 WIL. Wrong bed. That's the NCAA tournament bed, but it still applies. I it's all love good. That jam. That's a great jam. <laughs> so while you guys were flying around the world yesterday, the St. Louis Cardinals and the New York Mets had a game and it got a little bit feisty. Uh, it's kind of been building over the last couple of days. So yesterday, what happened was a Mets hitter got hit in the foot by a Cardinal pitcher. It was earlier on in the game. Hennessy's Cabrera hits him. The Mets, the night before, were hit three times at the plate. 19 total times this season. I think they lead Major ba Major League Baseball. So there's obviously some tempers that, that have been flaring with these two teams. The next half inning after that guy gets hit in the foot, they throw a ball at Nolan Arenado's head. Ooh. Like straight up there. And like in baseball, that's a no-no. Yeah. You can kill somebody. I mean, you can end a guy's career. So Nolan, not very happy about it, starts kind of jarring back at the guy. And here's just a quick little recap of how this all went down. Nolan Arenado, who's been on base four times. First pitch up and in. And Arenado nods out at Lopez as if to say, I knew. And now he says, come get me. And here we go. Both benches clear. You guys racing in from the bullpen as well. Jumping over the fence to get in. I believe that's Giovanni Gallegos. So they had pitchers jumping over the bullpen fence to get in into the mix, into the fight. The Cardinals had a coach pull a guy down for the Mets. It got it got downright crazy yesterday. Oh yeah. I, 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 look, uh, a ball that hits a guy in the foot is a mistake, in my opinion. A ball that goes for the head, not a mistake. You were getting paid millions of dollars to not throw at a dude's face. Exactly. <laughs> I never thought, I never like put the pieces together that that could be something that happens on purpose. I remember at a college baseball game, I was like, oh my gosh, our friend Drew just got a home run, like two in a row. That's great. 
two home runs in a row, but our other friends were like, no, this means next time he goes up, they're going to throw it at him. <laughs> Retaliation. And yeah. I was so like, weird. what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like the unspoken rules thing in baseball where you got to protect and defend, and uh, it's probably going to be a, a heated rivalry throughout the season. So that's what happened in the world of baseball. In the world of football, the NFL draft, that starts this weekend. And I don't know if you guys remember a guy named Laramie Tunsil. A couple of years ago, he was drafted, and he was supposed to be the top offensive lineman in the draft. And then the night before the draft, a video came out of him smoking the marijuana via a gas mask, and it made I mean it made headlines everywhere. Oh my gosh! So he went from being this guy who could be taken like fifth overall, make millions upon millions of dollars, yeah. And then he was then taken like fifteenth, I believe, thirteenth, fifteenth overall. So lost millions, but now. He's trying to capitalize on that moment. He's made an NFT based on that video. So took the video, made an NFT out of it, and he's going to sell it now and try to help people who have been wrongfully accused of marijuana type cri- you know, criminal activity. Yeah. Say, it doesn't sound like he was wrongfully accused. He pretty much <laughs> did it here, right? He was not wrongfully accused. He was hacked, and that's how the video surfaced. But it cost him millions of dollars at the oh, time. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the difference between getting picked first and getting picked 15th is huge, isn't oh, it? Yeah, probably $10 million Ugh. at least. Yeah. So that's... Uh, that's out there now if you're interested. Not sure how much it's going to cost, how you can get involved in that, but uh, we'll post the link up on our socials for you to get some info on that. I'm sure that's going to go for a lot. <laughs> uh, thanks, me. Casey and I are back from our short trip in Jamaica, and uh, one we won't forget. It was so gorgeous at Sandals Ochi, but the one thing we'd like to forget is the passenger who got a little too comfortable on our flight home. Yeah. Code of Conduct is next. Unwritten rules are still rules. It's the Code of Conduct on 92.3 WIL. Have you ever been next to a passenger on a plane that got too comfortable? We had that on the way back yesterday. Oh, yeah. And I think everybody, everybody's got a story kind of like this. Casey and I had pretty much sat near each other or next to each other for the most part until our way back from uh, Jamaica yesterday. And I, sit, I was sitting next to my wife and my wife was sitting next to this man. And I could smell this man. Oh, no. I didn't realize until the end of the flight that I could smell this man because he had his shoes off. Oh, I had Straight someone up, next to me do that too. Just rank smelling. Was it the feet smell or his body smell? No, nah, this was like straight up some kind of fungus was growing. Uh, something something was going on. Not to mention, he just straight up talked to my wife the entire time. So she can't get away from him. And your wife is so nice that she's not going to ignore him or say anything. I had headphones on most of the time, but he also had this, she said he had this weird thing where he would go (sighs) like every five minutes. Mm. You're coming at this guy. He's probably got a health issue. He probably needed to take his shoes off because he's got pain. Yeah. And God forbid somebody be friendly and talk to the person next to him on a plane ride for four hours. Nope. I think when you're stepping on a plane, you take everything that you have about yourself and you shove it in your back pocket and you don't get it back out until you get off that plane. Because I don't care if you're comfortable with your shoes off. I don't care if you are the talkative, most talkative person in the world. Put all that away. Sit by yourself. Don't annoy the people next to you for like two hours. I kind of agree with that in some regards. I will say this, Meat. I, I do know that there are a lot of people that do weird things whenever they fly because they're nervous. Yeah, yeah. There's not a whole lot of people in the world that are just like, let's go! I love flying at 37,000 feet and not thinking a second about <laughs> what could happen if this goes wrong. You know what I do when I'm nervous? Keep my shoes on. <laughs> so this guy was crammed into a was it a big dude maybe or small uh, guy? Yeah, he was a big guy. Okay, so he's, a big dude crammed yeah. into a row with two other adults. Why? What's wrong with him taking his shoes off? You go to the movie theater, people take their shoes off just what? to get comfortable. Oh, people do it all the time. No way. Even yes. when they're right next to you people and you do smell it them. For sure. I blame no. those recliner chairs for that because you feel like you're at home and all of a sudden you can recline up. You take your shoes off. I've I've never witnessed that, but I and I hope I never have to. He'd obviously been on his feet all day. They were hurting. The dogs were barking. Let the man live a bit. All right. So Casey, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> Meat. I'm going to say it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Take your shoes off, stay a while. No. That's nasty. <laughs> he took his shoes off and he said hi to the person next to him. Big deal. The girl next to me took her shoes off too. The difference was she didn't have socks on. Ooh. 
and she not only took them off, like whatever, that's one thing. She continued to cross her legs up into the seat, sit apples, cross, apples crisscross Chris apples cr- yeah. on, and it was touching me. Oh! And I just couldn't handle it. Yeah. Don't you come at this guy when there are old women with nasty sandals and stuff, flip flops that are rocking their <laughs> dirty toes. Hang on. <laughs> same now, thing. It's these the same are thing. apples and oranges. 314 699 4766. Whose side are you on here? Meet who's like, just get comfy as you want in the air, in the airplane, or Casey who's like, you're not. Control nasty. yourself. <laughs> uh, you can text us there, or you can also participate on the Facebook page. Just search 923 WIL. Touching with your toes? Yeah. She was touching you? I Ugh. wanted to throw. Up. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Lydia knows that their hometown, now not their hometown, but their residing town, Nashville, pretty hot spot, obviously, mm-hmm. but not necessarily because of the music stuff that goes on there. I once heard a quote that says... A city that seems like it's constantly under construction is a city that is moving in the right direction because mm-hmm. it means that it's, you know, evolving and growing and whatnot. Yeah. That's definitely still the case for Nashville, but the guys of Lady A are thinking about the evolution and the growth of Nashville in the way of food. They're not opening a bar. Please tell me. They are not. <laughs> they're not opening a bar. They're just talking about how, how that is what they define an awesome city by is the food. David, I moved around the same time from Georgia, and just to see the restaurants, the level of the culinary experience here in Nashville, my wife really got me into long dinners. I remember being the guy, I was like, why would you spend over an hour eating dinner? The whole experience of it, I just didn't get it. And then also you start kind of understanding good wine and good restaurants, and so uh, I love what's happening in town. It's almost like every time we go out of town and come back, there's a brand new, really hot restaurant that's open that we can all get a sitter for to try to go. And it's awesome. I mean, Nashville, I think it's just such proof how much the city's growing. And I think that's true too, because I don't go to Nashville super often, maybe like once a year. And still when you go, you're suddenly like, oh, feel like I haven't seen this before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But these are all the restaurants that nobody can afford. Like if you're going oh, to, it's expensive for sure. You're going to a long, re- like a long dinner. Well, yeah, that it's part gonna of it. It's going to be a lot of money. See that part of it, I think, is exclusive for the people in the that stars. category. Like melting pot is a fun, long experience, but that's yeah. just because you get to dip things into like boiling hot water, and that's in <laughs> cheese, and that's fun. Yeah, if you want to hear about, <laughs> you know, super exclusive or. Uh, long dinners. You can tune into Scott Rizzuto for that because he loves that (laughs) stuff. But however, I feel like that does tell the truth. And I think we're starting to see that somewhat here around St. Louis when it comes to like all the restaurants that are now popping up back around Ballpark Village area. That salt and smoke, massive. Mm, Yeah. And I know that obviously you've got meat seats coming up later on in the day where you're going to tell us about some stuff as our resident foodie. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I I love Nashville food, by the way. Like it's not... I've never done the fancy meals there, but you've got all the great breakfast spots. You've got like oh, the yeah. Nashville chicken, two Hattie B's chicken and all that oh, Southern yeah. chicken. Yeah. But the breakfast spots are in Nashville, I think is the game changer because they are everywhere. And they're the kind of places where you walk up and it's a 45 minute wait to get in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every single one. Yeah. Plus you got all the colleges there. So you get like the creative type foods for all the colleges, the munchy type stuff. I'm just down with that. There's that pancake place in Nashville that there's always a line pancake out. Pantry. Yeah. That's that place is awesome. That's it's like amazing. my kind of breakfast. I don't need in and out in half an hour. I'm cool with that. And it's like a diner type place that just does awesome food, yeah. awesome yeah, yeah. pancakes. I'm going to post more about this to our socials so you can follow along there. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at 92.3 W-I-L. Thank you, Casey. We're going to continue on with the food theme and unprofessional news today. Two of your favorite breakfast items, which are good separately. I don't know if they're good combined. Hmm. We'll talk about it next. 92.3 W-I-L. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 W-I-L. I remember when I was a kid figuring out what it tasted like to brush your teeth and then drink some orange juice. Yeah. You, you kind of never forget that first time. <laughs> it's got a flavor uh, all its own. It's in like a category all of its own. But apparently Tropicana is trying to do the same thing with a unique flavor 
How does cereal meant to be eaten with orange juice sound to you guys? Mm, that sounds so <laughs> nasty. And the thing is, is I'm, I'm trying to think of what might be good with orange juice or soaked in orange juice. And it to me, it's not honey's honey and almond because it's a honey almond cereal designed to be eaten with orange juice instead of milk. No, it's not honey and almond. Oh. It's pineapple and vodka. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there yeah. we go. Just, just vodka. <laughs> yeah. It's called a mimosa soup. <laughs> uh, they say prepare your mind and cereal bowl for an unforgettable breakfast experience. Tropicana said that specifics of the giveaway will be unveiled May 4th on its Instagram page because apparently this is one of those stupid things where you got to like enter to win. It's a sweepstakes kind of thing. They're giving mm-hmm. it away because nobody wants to buy it? Is yeah. that what it well, is? Well, it's a publicity stunt. And that, I was kind of on the fence on whether or not we should do this story just because it is that, but... I want to see this on shelves. Like, quit with this whole, we're going to try it in a contest first to see how it does. Yeah, put it on shelves and watch no one buy it. Stupid. (laughs) Put it out there. Like, I I guess maple syrup on spaghetti is a thing. What? Only in Elf, not (laughs) IRL. (laughs) I don't know. Take two, take two items and combine them, and maybe you can come Some up with your sugar own sugar and spaghetti sauce breakfast item to give away. Yeah, I don't know. I'm weirded out. Next story: At 13 years old, I was discovering girls. Something else. Huh? My voice was cracking every day. I uh, was praying to get through junior high math. What? What? And? <laughs> Did you guys see the story about the 13 year old in Minnesota who's graduating college? Oh no, I didn't <laughs> see that. A 13-year-old by name Minnesota, uh, named Elliot Tanner in Minnesota. He's set to graduate with a bachelor's degree from the University of Minnesota in May, and he's planning to get his doctorate. He had started reading by age two. That's so like almost scary to me to be that smart so young. The craziest part to me is that he did it on his own. Like he, his parents were like, he just started doing it. We didn't teach him none of that. He just started doing it. This is baby geniuses in real life. It, yeah. It leads me to believe that there's like a glitch in the system. Most, this, there's a glitch in the simulation. Most right? kids don't start really talking like full sentences until about two, right? Yeah. Like he, between a year and two years. He's reading by then. He was reading. It's insane. Out of all the jobs in the world for a prodigy, he wants to be a... Teacher. Professor. Uh, gosh, okay. I, all like all my smartest friends from school all went on to be teachers. And I remember looking at them and looking at their ACT scores and thinking, can we trade? Do you, think they'll, <laughs> yeah. do you think they'll notice? I always say this, like out of all of the people in the world or all the people in the United States that we have to choose from, we get whatever president of the United States. And it's always kind of a letdown. Well, what if what if this kid ran the country at the age of 15 or 16. Let him. <laughs> <laughs> they change all the rules. 35, oh, 36, yeah, no, well, it's good. Yeah. He's obviously way older than that in his brain, yeah. <laughs> uh, your unprofessional news is powered by Red's Tavern. Uh, there's always something going on at Red's More at 923WIL.com. Vote for Elliot. Does that El- sound good? Elliot sounds like a genius name. Yeah. Elliot fits. It fits. Tanner for like, prayers. It sounds like a nice guy, too. That's <laughs> Elliot. is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. I remember when I was a kid figuring out what it tasted like to brush your teeth and then drink some orange juice. You kind of never forget that first time. (laughs) It's got a flavor uh, all its own. It's in like a category all of its own. But apparently Tropicana is trying to do the same thing with a unique flavor. How does cereal meant to be eaten with orange juice sound to you guys? Mm, that sounds so <laughs> nasty. And the thing is, is I'm, I'm trying to think of what might be good with orange juice or soaked in orange juice. And it to me, it's not honey's honey and almond because it's a honey almond cereal designed to be eaten with orange juice instead of milk. No, it's not honey and almond. Oh. It's pineapple and vodka. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there yeah. we go. Just, just vodka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's called a mimosa soup. <laughs> uh, they say prepare your mind and cereal bowl for an unforgettable breakfast experience. Tropicana said that specifics of the giveaway will be unveiled May 4th on its Instagram page because apparently this is one of those stupid things where you got to like enter to win. It's a sweepstakes kind of thing. They're giving mm-hmm. it away because nobody wants to buy it? Is yeah. that what it well, is? Well, it's a publicity stunt. And that, I was kind of on the fence on whether or not we should do this story just because it is that, but... I want to see this on shelves. Like, quit with this whole, 
We're going to try it in a contest first to see how it does. Yeah, put it on shelves and watch no one buy it. Stupid. <laughs> put it out there. Like, I, I guess maple syrup on spaghetti is a thing. What? Only in Elf, <laughs> not <What>? IRL. <laughs> I don't know. Take two take two items and combine them, and maybe you can come That's up with your sugar own and spaghetti sauce breakfast item to give away. Yeah. I don't know. I'm weirded out. Next story. At 13 years old, I was discovering girls. And something else. My voice was cracking every day. I uh, was praying to get through junior high math. What? what and? <laughs> did you guys see the story about the 13-year-old in Minnesota who's graduating college? Oh, no, I didn't <laughs> see that. There's a 13-year-old by name Minnesota, uh, named Elliot Tanner in Minnesota. He's set to graduate with a bachelor's degree from the University of Minnesota in May, and he's planning to get his doctorate. He had started reading by age two. What? That's so like almost scary to me and the to be that p- smart so young. The craziest part to me is that he did it on his own. Like he, his parents were like, he just started doing it. We didn't teach him none of that. He just started doing it. This is baby geniuses in real life. It, yeah. It leads me to believe that there's like a glitch in the system. Most, this, there's a glitch in the simulation. Most right? kids don't start really talking like full sentences until about two, right? Yeah. Like he, between a year and two years. He's reading by then. He was reading. It's insane. Out of all the jobs in the world for a prodigy, he wants to be a teacher. Professor. Uh, gosh, okay. I, all like all my smartest friends from school all went on to be teachers. And I remember looking at them and looking at their ACT scores and thinking, can we trade? Do you think they'll, <laughs> yeah. do you think they'll notice? I always say this, like out of all of the people in the world or all the people in the United States that we have to choose from, we get whatever president of the United States and it's always kind of a letdown. Well, what if, what if this kid ran the country at the age of 15 or 16. Let him. <laughs> they change all the rules. 35, oh, 36, yeah, no, nah, it's good. Yeah. He's obviously way older than that in his brain, yeah. <laughs> uh, your unprofessional news is powered by Red's Tavern. Uh, there's always something going on at Red's More at 923WIL.com. Vote for Elliot. Does that El- sound good? Elliot sounds like a genius name. Yeah. Elliot fits. It fits. Tanner for like, prayers. It sounds like a nice guy, too. That's <laughs> Elliot. It's time for Remy versus Casey. We have our contestants on the phone, Samantha in Fenton and Heather in GC. Heather, you were on the phone first, so who do you think is going to win today, Remy or Casey? Um, I'm going to go with my girl, Casey. Hey! Oh, you're girls! Okay. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. So Casey took a lead last week, and then Remy tied it up thanks to some apparent controversy. Yeah, we're all involved a little bit here and there. It is what it is. Yeah. 8-8 <laughs> is our score today, and we've got a newish game that's kind of a combination of an oldish game. It's teaming up with Tim. Tim McGraw's this weekend. <laughs> Cute. It's like a who's going another way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a who's saying it, but duet collaboration style. Okay. So I'll play a, a snippet of a Tim McGraw song, and I want to know. Who appears on the song with him? That's great that, that one of us is like the biggest Tim McGraw fan ever. So this is totally fair. It is Tim McGraw, Remy. You've I'm been, not asking you about Frankie Ballard, okay? In country radio <laughs> 10 years longer than me, so. It's Tim freaking McGraw. All right. Remy, you're going to start this one? I had to calm down for a second. Faith Hill. Remy, who sings this with Timmy? I don't know what else to do. get this wrong, I will fight you. That's the Nelly. With a the. The front. Nelly. The Nelly. That is the correct answer. <laughs> Remy's off to a one nothing start. Casey, this one is yours. Who sang it with Tim? It's your love. No idea she was married before Tim McGraw, by the way. Yeah. No oh. idea. I think it was pretty short-lived. I didn't know that either. Learned that today. Uh, tied up, one point apiece. Remy, this is yours. Other than the female, what male accompanies Tim on this song? Jeez, okay. What male accompanies Tim and Taylor? Man, I don't. 
I should Jim know this. Jim and Jay. Is it Lee Bryce? Mm. I want to steal. Oh, Don't say it. I want to steal. steal. a piece. Casey, what do you got? Keith Urban. Crikey, it's right. All he does that, is like play guitar on it. Does he really? Yeah. Uh, it's funny because that was the first name that popped into my head. And then I, yeah, anyways. All right, so Casey steals a point away there. It's 2-1 Casey. And Casey, this is your question. You can take a 3-1 lead with this. Who sings with Tim? Whatever makes you feel like a rock star. Do you kick the dirt or work at Vegas style? Do you hit the strip or roll a country mob? Is that only Kenny? Kenny. What a throwback. Remy, what's that look on your face for? The ease of her songs. The ease? The ease. <laughs> Highway Don't Care may be the biggest one on here. You got the Nelly. <laughs> over and over again is the biggest, obviously. All right. Three to one. Technically, Remy can still tie this. Need to get this one right, though. This is when we go into kind of the, uh, of course, the long distance songs here. Remy, who sings this one with Tim? Gonna put me down. Can't fall off the floor. Oh, you can't hurt a man that can't be on nothing no more. That's uh, obviously Travis Tritt. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna play this last little bit one more time for you. Yep. Get that wrong. George Strait. <laughs> Casey, do you know? No, take it you away. You can't steal it, but it's Randy Travis. You can hear it in the voice. Oh, you can't hurt a man that can't be on nothing no more. That is oh, Randy yeah. Travis. Randy Travis. Oh. Last one, and this is for Pride. Casey, who sings this one with Tim? I guess some things just don't mix like you hold. Oh. Like me and you And diamond rings And no bars Do you know? Actually, who is that? That's not Miranda You're you not going to know the name, probably It's Catherine Dunn, his cousin Yeah. Oh, forget it, why would I know that? <laughs> That's the only one that I really, really knew besides Nellie Sure, right That would be the one <laughs> It doesn't matter Casey Casey, Casey. Remy in his free time jamming out to Catherine Dunn Dude, me and Mumford and Sons. Me and, me and KD, we go way back. CD, CD. <laughs> okay. uh, Heather and uh, Casey, tight. they girls. Uh, Heather and GC, what do you want to you want to go see Tim McGraw this weekend, or do you want to go to the Cardinals Nurses Night? No, definitely Tim McGraw. All yes, right, cool. Do. Samantha, we got you those Nurses Night tickets. We'll get your info, and uh, I'll recoup. Eventually. KD. Maybe someday. Someday. Maybe someday CD will <clears throat> forgive me for calling her KD on the air. When should I start preparing your next punishment? <laughs> You're only up by one. Jordan Davis, 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It's Remy and Casey. Uh, Jordan, actually in our Battle of the Beards bracket that we've got going on right now. The best country beards in the genre. And today... The matchup is Cody Johnson versus Zach Brown. To me, the choice is obvious. Yes, but on Facebook, not so much. I, I haven't checked Instagram or TikTok yet, but... Twitter's a little lopsided as well. Really? Mm -hmm. So I've got uh, two for Cody Johnson, one for Zach Brown, and one for Brantley Gilbert. So that oh, is, oh, nice. is not an there. option. They are confused. <laughs> <laughs> He's not an option. Uh, but if you would like to vote on who you think has the better beard in today's matchup, Cody Johnson or Zach Brown, hit up all the 92.3 WIL socials and uh, you can you can vote right there. Meet what's coming up in your, your little food segment you got. Well, you talked earlier about two of the greatest breakfast companies, ideas combining into one. We've got uh, another one, but this one is actually probably going to taste good. So that's all coming up next in Meat Seat. You know you want it in your mouth. Oh, yeah. Cakes and pies. Cakes and pies. It's Meats Eats. Did you say steak? On 92.3 WIL. It's funny because he's fat. It may not be orange juice and cereal, 
but can we get a shout out for Krispy Kreme and Cinnamon Toast Crunch because they are combining powers and yeah. giving everybody what we want. Let's a new go. donut from Krispy Kreme that uh, is going to taste like the milk, the leftover milk after you eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> I've seen this <laughs> done a lot. Like I've seen that milk be frozen and then people sell it as ice cream. Heck yeah. But now in donuts, I'm, it's going to be a good donut for sure. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the cereal that everybody wants to partner with and Krispy Kreme is doing it again. Last year, they unveiled a series of, I guess, cinnamon rolls that were Cinnamon Toast Crunch flavored and now they've got this donut. Uh, it's uh, a limited edition so you can get it now at the participating stores across the U.S., but it's a cinnamon milk glazed donut that is topped with cream cheese icing that's supposed to taste like milk, and then the cinnamon toast crunch cereal pieces with cinnamon and sugar all over the top Have of you, it. Is it. If anybody has seen this in the wild already, will you give us a call and let us know? 314-954-9230. And is there, where's our closest Krispy Kreme? Uh, I know there's one on like Mid-Rivers Mall. Maybe. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I don't know. I haven't been to Krispy Kreme in a long time, but this will get me there. You always see Krispy Kreme at the gas stations. I feel like very rarely anymore do you see like the actual standalone shop. Yeah. Uh, in other news in the food world, you got you guys ever put like potato chips on your sandwich? Yes, yeah, sometimes. Give you a little self, a little crunch or yeah. anything like that. Well, Heinz, they know that. That's Remy's lie. Yeah. yeah. He goes, yeah. yeah no, I do. Yeah. Ask, you can ask him a wife. I don't know. I don't believe you. <laughs> anyway. It's like sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> Heinz has created what they're calling the dip and crunch. And it's essentially a sauce with your crunchy combination in a dippable bowl kind of thing. So. Don't give me that disgusting face. Just hear me out here. Okay. They've got two different flavors, and it's intended for hamburgers, for cheeseburgers. But the two flavors are the special sauce, kind of like Big Mac sauce that you might get, and spicy sauce. So the way this works, think about like the Dunkaroos back in the day. You have the little cup with the pouch, you know, where you dip. Okay. So one side's got the sauce. Okay. One side's got the crunch, and you can go back and forth, get a little sauce. Get a little sauce and crunch, however you want to do it. See, when I originally, when I was making the face at you, I thought that maybe the crunch was somehow infused into the sauce. sauce and that's, I was like, that would be very soft. That's what I thought too. Yeah. But I like, I actually like what they're going for here. Yeah, it's a dual compartment approach and uh, no sogginess at all. So that is available now. You can get it at Walmart and at Target. And it starts at just $2.49. Again, your spicy and your special sauce option. And the last thing in meats, each Chipotle CEO uh, spoke to to the media yesterday and said that they're currently trying to figure out a dessert option. They've tried a few things in the past and they're looking at possibly churros in the future. They've tried a few things in specific markets, but nothing has really stuck yet. So they're continuing to try. And he says that they're also trying to get one more like side or, or topper item is what they called it, like the queso and the guac. So they're trying to beef that up at Chipotle right now. So that could be something. I would argue that they way. need something crunchy to top it as well. Maybe like they that. should get some smashed up potato chips in the Chipotle line. Also, I, like, I would I like get that. a Chipotle churro for sure. It's too complex. I feel like their menu is very basic and I kind of like that. I, I don't I don't think Chipotle needs to <laughs> needs to mess with Chipotle. their menu. Stop saying that. I, like yeah. I had to no represent one. the people that say Chipotle, okay? Because <laughs> they're out there <laughs> and you know them. <laughs> around for like two decades. Figure it out. Uh, that's the latest in Meats Eats, though. I will uh, post a link for the Krispy Kreme donuts. And again, let us know if they're anywhere around here, if you've seen them. But that'll be on our Facebook page, 92.3 WIL. Thank you, Meats. Uh, when your science project triggers people to call 911, was it a success? Did you do your job? I don't know. We'll talk about it in your professional news next on 92.3 WIL. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Have you guys ever been stuck in traffic because a tractor trailer spilled something all over the highway? Uh, I have not. No. I was going to say from a tractor, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been in, I've been stuck behind, uh, there was one time I was stuck for like an hour and a half because a watermelon truck spilled all over 270. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in Pennsylvania, a highway was closed for several several hours when a tractor trailer spilled its load of 40,000 pounds of chicken nuggets oh, no. onto the roadway. I always feel so bad when we get stories like this. Not a nugget. So many chickens wasted. Well, they were already wasted. <laughs> Let's be honest. You know what I mean. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> All I can think about is how the whatever cafeterias these are going to, like the kids will be without chicken nugget day that week. That's the best day at most schools. It, too. Oh yeah. Or square pizza day. Oh yeah. I love French the toast square. Sticks. To this day, I will still go get that square pizza if I could. Yeah. Well, you can. I think I, someone's, we always, whenever we talk about this, someone will always say the brand. And I forget that it's like Tony's. It's like Tony's. Um, it's a, let us know. Yeah. Let us know, please. Uh, they hired a crew of professional eaters to clean that up. Uh, next story. I made some wild things for science class when I was a kid. And I always remember carting it to school taking a step back and being like, man, my dad did a good job on this one. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Some kids take public transportation in bigger cities to get to school. And one of those kids triggered a bomb scare yesterday because of his science project that he left on the bus. The object appeared to be a possible bomb because it had canisters containing liquid wires and a clock. And I cannot for the life of me think what kind of science project this would be. It makes doing? me feel like it's the it's the what goes inside of the volcano. You know what I mean? Like what you have to hook up to the volcano before you actually like set it off. Like the baking uh, soda vinegar thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like you get the two different liquids. Well, what the, what's the clock for? Maybe it's automatic. <laughs> it's on a timer. <laughs> Maybe yeah, it goes on its own. I don't know. Yeah, well, they uh, they uh the bomb squad came out and... Uh, they wanted to know what it was. I, I still, we don't, we don't have any kind of information as to what that science project actually ended up being. I never did any kind of science project where there was any kind of items like this. Yeah. I think I did a test one time to see if a bath or a shower for five minutes used more water. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah. It was so simple. I was definitely not using clocks and wires and making any type of bomb adjacent materials. Soldering wires together. <laughs> uh, your unprofessional news is powered by Red's Tavern. There's always something going on at Red's. You can bom, find bom, more. You can always, you can find, there's always something going on at Reds. Go to 923WIL.com for more. Remy and Casey. It'll catch you off guard every single time. And when you see it, you hate it. We got to do something about it. Your check engine light is on. What do you do? Someone in this room has an expensive repair ahead of them, and it is not I. It is not I either, because you know I'm not checking my engine light. That is terrifying, by the way. I can just see her driving down the road and her car blows up. (laughs) Anyway, so tell us your story. I don't even know what it is, honestly, yet. So uh, I went to get my oil changed the other day. The light came on just before, and I'm like, oh, it needs an oil change. Okay, easy. And got the oil change. Nothing changed. Mm. Uh, So I took it in, and... Some places want to charge you for that kind of thing to get it tested to see what the codes and all that were. Some places do it for free. So find one of those places. Went to them and uh, got it checked out for free. They told me what it was. And it's like an intake manifold or something like that. Okay. No idea. Uh, I'm not a, not a car guy. So I started doing my investigating. Can I do this myself? What's the part look like? And it's going to be like $300 minimum. Ew. Just for the part. Just for the part. Yeah. Just uh, for the part and probably like another three, $400 for, for the work on top of that. It's funny because there was a new report that came out today, which is hilarious because we were talking about this yesterday. And the average repair cost of an engine light issue was $393 in 2021. Of course, that's uh, up. Sounds about right. Uh, yeah, well, you're like spot on there. Yeah. Minus the fact that labor is going to cost double that. Yeah, at least. <laughs> if they can fix And that's the thing when you go to car places, they're like, oh, we got to diagnose it and see what the issue is. I'm like, I'm telling you what the issue is. Like, yeah, we got to diagnose it just to make sure. I hate that. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times they've gotten me because I'll go and I'll drop my car off and they'll be like, okay, this is the, we think this is the issue. It's going to be about like, I don't know, 200. So I pay them the 200. Yeah. And then they call back a few hours later and they're like, nope, it's your confabulator v6 5000 and that's gonna be an extra thousand dollars and i'm like i thought i already paid you for it i already fixed that sorry all the mechanics out there are just cringing i know they they have to document everything because if you if you do an insurance claim or any of that stuff like they have to make sure that it's on their books what's wrong with it not just from whatever you said was wrong with it so i thought that back in the day when you know you Mostly, I've always just had to do oil changes, tire rotate, very small, kind of normal maintenance stuff. I thought they always did a diagnostic test when you did that stuff. Like to tell you, oh, you know, your tires are, you know, rubbing too much on this side. You need yeah. to get them rotate, whatever. And I thought they did like a whole diagnostic test that came with that. 
Apparently not. Now they charge for it all. Rude. You get free windshield wiper fluid, though. <laughs> sometimes? <laughs> yeah, sometimes you do. I have two solutions for you. Solution one, set up a GoFundMe page. No. I'm not doing I that. I know it's no. cheap. What's I'm not solution doing that. Two? You can do that. Solution two, it costs no money. Just wait until it turns off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See. I'm going to buy a new truck. Oh, I heard, oh, no. I heard they're cheap right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's Remy and Casey's Salute to Freedom. Powered by RNR Tire Express. $20 down gets you four new tires at rnrmidwest.com. Today, we salute Heather Rowland of Festus, who was a part of the U.S. Air Force from 97 to 2001. Thank you so much for your service. Hey, Heather. So Heather is going to get a t-shirt from us as well as a $25 gift card to Buffalo Wild Wings. Heather says she wants to hear some Brooks and Dunn. It's Neon Moon. Become a Salute to Freedom recruit at 923wil.com. St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. We always hear stories about our artists who are giving back big time to their communities, um, especially Chris, Jan or Chris Stapleton. But it always still blows my mind to see a number like Chris Stapleton donates $1 million to X, Y, and Z. So what they did was um, he donated a lot of money to organizations in Kentucky, his home state, like an Opus Foundation, the Red Cross in Kentucky, the Children's Hospital there, a library, Dolly Parton's library too. So a lot of different places. And how he did this was there was a concert held in Kentucky by all like Kentucky natives. Mm -hmm. Chris Jansen probably being one of the biggest there. Stapleton. Did I say we were Jansen? just talking about Chris Jansen, literally. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about Chris Jansen. Sorry. Chris Stapleton being one of the biggest artists there and probably one of the biggest artists from Kentucky ever. Mm -hmm. And they used all the proceeds to benefit those foundations that I just named. And that added up to a million dollars. He posted on Instagram and said, as a musician, I can't think of a greater honor than reaching a point where we can play a show for 40,000 people and give all of those proceeds profits back to the community. So, I mean, artists work up so hard for so long to get to a point where they can benefit from a show and they don't, they don't break even from paying the band and paying for the time at the bar. Now they're actually making that money. But then you get to a Chris Stapleton level where not only are you breaking even, you're making so much money off that show that you don't even need any of it. Gosh, that's got to be awesome. <laughs> And he's probably got his own foundation, all these artists do, or something that yes. they like to give their money to. And the fact that it's not just that, it's all these others that are being involved in it as well. Yeah. So their foundation, he and his wife have one called Outlaw State of Kind. And they started that back in 2016. And they're constantly like giving to charity with it. Because once, like I said, once you get to their point, you don't really need to keep much of that for yourself anymore. Got that Stapleton money. I thought you were just going to say he waved his... Merlin staff and a million dollars appeared because I don't know if you know this, but Chris Stapleton is a wizard. He just shook the beard. <laughs> it all fell out. It all fell out. There's a million dollars in, in there. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the beard or not, but he is a wizard. And I'll post more about it to our socials. Follow us everywhere at 923 WIL. Thank you, Casey. Uh, so while we were in Jamaica, Casey and I kind of went Jamaica viral. In a good way. That's true. It's because of our hot dance moves. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk about it next. They'll never cancel a show for a basketball game. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Oh. <laughs> How'd that get Shots in there? fire. How'd that get in there? <laughs> what? Okay, Meat has been making a lot of opens for the show, <laughs> like as we go on the air, and uh, these have not... We've not heard them. <laughs> no approvals have been given for these. No, it's fine. Uh, don't blame it on me. I'm not. We were just in Jamaica yesterday, and while we were broadcasting live, there's a whole bunch of radio stations in one area, and next to us was a radio station that broadcasted to all of Jamaica, which is kind of cool. They're locals. They're locals. And the world, by the way. And I leaned over because they were having so much fun over there on their station. I leaned over and I was like, hey, guys, can you teach us a dance? Some moves. And they obliged. And uh, 
We danced. They jumped up out of their seats. They cranked their music up really loud. Everyone else was staring at us, but they taught us a dance to a local song. Mm-hmm. And our our promotions girl took some video, and that video went Jamaica viral. It did. It did. So the guy who wrote the song or who performed on the song is called Safari, S-A-F-A-R-E-E, Safari. And he posted, he like reposted this dance of us. And he said, we got a hit on our hands. White people all over the world dancing to Ochi. I'm smiling so hard watching this. And we were like... It's kind of a diss because our dance moves are very white people, right? It's kind of a diss, but it's also like a kind of a flex and I love it. (laughs) So if you go to the comment section of his page, which he has over 3.4 million subscribers or something like this, this artist does. uh, This woman said, it's not a challenge, guys. Meaning that we made it harder than it actually is. Uh, Somebody said, Missouri representing. Hey, what's up? up? And Derek said, so white (laughs) (laughs) that's fine (laughs) because then later on in the day I had checked my phone boom a Jamaican magazine wrote an article about us less than like five hours after it all happened how does that happen I was blown away I was like we come to the island we try to make friends next thing you know we're famous Jamaican (laughs) <laughs> you guys are going to be signing autographs worldwide now. We posted up the video on the Facebook page if you want to see it. Also, if you want to check out the actual video for this song, it's like a, it's one of those things where you do different dance moves in the song that are pretty easy. I don't know. I think it could catch on in the U.S. Yeah, we did pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was real white. Morgan Wall on 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It's Remy and Casey. We are on the way out to our bedrooms to sleep because we've had none of that over the past 24 hours. As soon as I woke up this morning, I had that thought of, okay, only eight more hours till I can go back to bed. Yeah. We're fresh back from our little vacation to Jamaica. It was a work It was a work trip, let's be honest. I mean, we still did the show there. So uh, we had a bunch of travel stuff to talk about today, including... Including the person, <laughs> including the person that sat next to us on the plane, who took his shoes off and no talked the entire time, and did this weird breathing thing where he would go <sighs> just randomly throughout the plane ride. Sleep so apnea, man, give me a break. <laughs> he wasn't sleeping; he was awake. <laughs> How comfy do you allow yourself to get on a flight? Yeah. Because I think it's a lot of times it's a little too far. And you can respond to that on our Facebook page or maybe tell us a crazy story that you had on a plane with somebody one time. Yeah. Uh, It's not your home. It's It's a plane. (laughs) On Casey Covers Country, we talked about the awesome things that Chris Stapleton is doing when it comes to his home state of Kentucky and also why Lady A thinks Nashville is one of the greatest cities. Completely not about the music, by the way. And today we also had our next round, our third round for the Battle of the Beards. It's Cody Johnson versus Zach Brown. You can vote on our socials right now. And we also learned that Remy goes way back with Catherine Dunn. Old KD. Old KD herself. It's actually spelled with a C. What's uh, that again? Uh, it's Tim McGraw's cousin. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So no diamond rings and old bar stools. <laughs> so that's what we learned today. <laughs> if you missed anything from the show, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Well rested. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Goodbye.